0: Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm weirdly tired today, and I've done absolutely nothing. So, how are you?
1: I'm good. I ordered Domino's for dinner.
0: Ooh, um, I'm going to judge you for that because New York, Lower New York does have some of the best pizza,
1: Long Island, exclusively. But Manhattan's a close second, and so is Brooklyn, so... This is controversial, but I have not had a single slice of pizza here that I've thought was, like, amazing. Like, it's not bad. It's not bad pizza, but it's just, like, okay, it's pizza. I like.
0: I might have to disown you. That's fine. You're, I mean... You have to come out of the will. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, I got in a fight <laughs> with a girl in college that told me that she thought Buffalo's pizza was better than Manhattan pizza.
1: I mean... I wouldn't say it's better, but, like, they're probably on... I feel like they're on par because I feel like Buffalo isn't, like, fantastic either. It's not like I've had great pizza there. Yeah. And it's not like I've had great pizza here. The best pizza I've ever had, funny enough, Canada. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It's right across the border, and they make um, wood oven pizza, and it's so good. Mm. It's the best pizza I've ever had.
0: Choices. We all we all get to make them. That's what makes us human is we all get our own choices. <laughs> I believe I've offended
1: lots of lots of Tinder, Bumble, Hinge boys by telling them that I haven't had great pizza here, and also wow. by telling them that their wings suck. But <laughs> I can't I can't.
0: How are you? Besides the Domino's.
1: Yeah, the choice. Domino's is great. I have it literally open on my bed over here. Oh, um, that's gonna
0: be a interesting smell in your
1: apartment. Well. What are you gonna do? Choices, <laughs> choices. So I have that. I have some. Ooh, <coughs> I have some cake here that I'm eating.
0: Oh my god, you're just living it up.
1: Yeah, it's from a local bakery. I bought it this morning. What bakery? So, um, it's called Love Nelly. So hmm,
0: I think I've heard of it, or we might have passed it. I might have passed it when I was coming to you. It's possible. Okay, so this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And it's Alicia's turn this week. It is. It is my it, turn. It is. She told me that she had her notes prepped like yesterday and I got so mad.
1: <laughs> I always leave them for the day of. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty much both of our M.O.s. I don't think I've ever had them done the day before or like before the day of ever. So. Mm. But Progress 2021. Exactly. I finished this book last week. Shut up. So I had it already like read. So that helped a little bit. Huh. I still haven't started my book for
0: next week. So
1: <laughs> you're gonna, I haven't started my book for, for my next one, mm-hmm. which I did the last time, like the last time we recorded and it was your turn. I'd already started my next book, but I have it picked out. It's laying on my bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping.
0: I haven't picked my next book and I'm probably going to stress <laughs> pick it on Monday, and then try and power through it. I'm looking at one on my bookshelf right now that might be a tempting one because I've already read it, but choices. So choices. choices.
1: That's the theme of today. It's
0: just our oh choices.
1: Oh boy. Well, I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else? Anything, any book news? Um, they did drop some, some new Shadow and Bone stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they were just pictures, like Promo pictures, yeah. But I'm very excited. I'm gonna have to reread them. Well,
0: the Netflix just picked up um Neil Gaiman's The Sandman for oh, yeah. a production. Love Gwendolyn as Lucifer. Yeah, Tim Stur. I I'm gonna fuck up his last name. Tim Sturgis St- Sturgis. Whatever. He was in Across the Universe, and I loved him in that. Um, he's gonna be playing Morpheus, so we love that too.
1: We love the diversity. It's such a diverse cast. Do you think it's going to be only, wait, it's a series or is it a movie? I'm not sure off the top of my head. I'm just curious because I feel like the book is kind of like it's too much to be only like one movie. Yeah, so.
0: there's a lot happening. It's, right. it's all, I think it's a graphic novel, so they could be turning it into two series. I did not look that deep into it. <laughs> I just love Gwendolyn Christie. Um, so
1: I was really excited to see that. Love that for you. So, this week, I decided I'm going to do An Ember in the Ashes because the last one just came out in December, and I very rarely will pick up a series if it's not finished.
0: Mm-hmm. It,
1: it's a, it'll be, it's, you know, an, an occasion.
0: Okay. So Is it finished my, or no?
1: I didn't finish the whole thing yet because I have, like, another series going on at the same time, and as soon as, it's only got one more book in it, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. finish that so then I can just power read all of these through.
0: Yeah, you'll get it done in like three days. Oh, what is,
1: <laughs> did I just hit puberty? Um, so going into the story, kind of like an overview. This is a fantasy story about two races struggling for power, the I, scholars and the I marshals. you said
0: the two racists,
1: like <laughs> racist people. And I was like,
0: um, been there, done that. Okay, so two races struggling for power.
1: Struggling for power, the scholars and the marshals. The Marshals currently hold all the power and use it to theorize, or sorry, <laughs> use it to terrorize the scholars. I just misread that word. <laughs> it's okay. We're all a little dyslexic. Right, exactly. So trigger warning at the top here, if you want to read this book, because again, I don't think I ever really go into details of these triggers. But, you know, someone might be like, hey, that sounds cool. I'm going to wait and save this uh, episode until I read it. Yeah. So this has a, obviously a lot of violence, a lot of you know gore, there are rapes sexual assault um oh, mutilation uh. it's not great, fam, oh, but it's a fantasy yeah. book, so like I make don't know. good choices it, it's you know par for the course. I feel like if you're reading fantasy books, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into to begin yeah. with which like, um,
0: can we just talk about for a second how like that <clears throat> you're, like, automatically, like, oh, it's a fantasy book, so you have to expect that there's going to be some sort of, like, sex, like, there's always, like, a little bit of sexual, uh, not, like, sexual assault, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh,
1: there, you should expect that there's going to be, like, a rape in it, like. No, I don't mean by, like, the rape, because not all se- fantasy books, in my opinion, in my experience, have had, like, sexual assault and rapes, but they have violence all the time. Mm. And actually, a great, like, commentary on needless violence in fantasy books would be the Poppy War series, which I said was, like, my favorite read of last mm-hmm. year. She just does such a good job with it. Like, her violence is not needless. It's vi- not violence for violence. It's violence to uh, for you to understand how horrible war is. Yeah. And I thought it was super well done. Miss Kwong is a genius. She's literally your age. And Oh, really? Yes. It drives me crazy because she's so talented.
0: It drives me crazy when I find out that there are successful people my age. <laughs> Mood, Can you same. stop setting the standard so high? Like, so my dad stops yelling at, at me for not having a full-time job. Oof, Hey,
1: that's not your fault. This Thank is, you. We're in a panoramic.
0: We are in a panoramic. And that's what <laughs> everyone tells me when I tell them that my dad is like mad that I don't have a real job. They're like, it's so hard. I'm like, okay, can you explain that to him? Because
1: I will put him on the phone right now. Right. <laughs> <Frank>! Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, it does suck that, like, you kind of reading a fantasy, you go into it and you're like, yeah, obviously there's going to be violence and gore and and shit. And you kind of just have to expect that. But,
0: yeah, I was thinking, like, I guess, like, my biggest association with fantasy is Game of Thrones, because, like, (sighs) Those that books. is just, like, the first. Or Lord of the Rings. Like, those are just my first associations with fantasy. No spoilers. I've not read Lord of the Rings. I I'm have never read year. them either. I've just watched the movies. <laughs> I've
1: not I've not even seen the, the movies. I don't know anything oh, really? about it. Um, nope. Not- Other than there's a ring in Gollum. That's about it.
0: <laughs> I don't even associate Harry Potter with fantasy. Like, it's not, like, the first thing I think of because I think of it as a children's book. So, like, right. that's the first category I put it in. But, like, I just think of Game of Thrones and how much, like, needless assault there is i guess
1: seriously so that's why i
0: that's why i'm saying like you just have to like go into fantasy like assuming that there's going to be an assault and like that's unnecessary
1: maybe it's because there are too many men writing fantasy books just putting that out there yeah no i completely agree yeah (laughs) (laughs) me of all people
0: i completely agree
1: so that those are the trigger warnings off the top of my head mutilation gore violence sexual assault rape it's in here so just bear that in mind if you want to pick this book up it's great it's, it's not for your middle school brother let's put yeah, it that way exactly so we start off with this girl named Lia finding out her brother Darren is working with the, with the resistance which is super dangerous the resistance is this you know outlier group that's trying to get the um marshals out of power okay so because of this lia and her family gets targeted by the marshals Laya lives with her grandparents because her her parents have already been murdered by the marshals so
0: oh okay off to
1: a great start here right away <laughs> dead parents
0: a staple <laughs> of the fantasy genre
1: you know it girlfriend the marshals soldiers called the masks which we'll get into a little, a little all later. All I could
0: think about when you say the masks is Jim Carrey as the mask. <laughs> the green mask. Yeah, Perfect. so that's all I'm going to be picturing for the rest of this. So if I
1: inappropriately laugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's why. what I'm thinking about. So the masks come in during the night and round Laia, her brother, and her grandparents up and kill her grandparents and then take her brother captive. These, these characters already do be suffering.
0: They always... The, isn't again another staple of the fantasy
1: genre. The characters <laughs> exactly. do be suffering. They do be suffering. So Laia luckily escapes and by a stroke of luck finds the resistance and begs them to take her in. But only after they learn that she is the secret daughter of a legendary former resistant leader do they like kind of soften to her. Because at first they're like, No, just leave her to die on the street. Like getting some Star Wars you?
0: vibes from this, but okay. Continue. It is
1: kind of Star Wars y but it, it gets um It diverges as you go on. So the Resistance set her up to spy on a high-ranking official called the Commandant to uncover secrets that they can use to overturn the Marshals. And what they originally tell is that they're interested in is learning more about the Trials, which we then learn about.
0: The Hunger Games. Sorry, I'm gonna shut up. You can.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I have I actually referenced the Hunger Games later on, like almost ver- the very end. Oh my
0: god, we're so simpatico.
1: I know. So meanwhile, we switch over to our other main character, our other point of view. His name is Elias, who is a bastard son of the Commandant. and the Commandant is like the over, like the the leader of the Masked Military Academy. Blacklit, Blackcliffe. Okay,
0: so this is Jon Snow. Okay.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know since I never finished Game of Thrones, so...
0: Okay, you saw the first season. He was I, the found, bastard I saw the first song. three seasons.
1: Do you think I retained any of that knowledge? No. Okay, that's fair. Um, so, yeah. Meanwhile, Elias, who's the bastard son of the Commandant, who's the leader of the military academy, Blackcliffe, he is training at the military, um, at the military academy, and he's preparing to flee from Blackcliffe, which is an offense punishable by death if he's caught. Ooh, sounds dangerous. Chaotic. A chaotic queen, if you will. But he is
0: a, it's a chaotic himbo, it sounds like. Well, to each their own, I guess. <laughs> is he a himbo so, or is he a queen?
1: No, he, he's a queen. He, he's okay. not dumb. So, well, he's a boy, so, like, there's that automatically, but.
0: Um, Because he's running away from something that's automatically punishable by death. I assume you're very stupid, but okay.
1: Well, you'll learn later on. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) he's been training since he was very young to be a mask, which are the, obviously, the soldiers of the marshals. And they're called a mask, the masks, because they wear this silver mask. That once they go through training, I think like molds like melds onto their face. It's very like Oh, okay, so they are
0: the the Darth Vader's men. I don't know a lot about Star Wars. Stormtroopers? Yes, Stormtroopers. Thank
1: you. <laughs> me not knowing anything about Game <laughs> Thrones and you not knowing anything about Star Wars, we really balance Which it out. Like, here. Yeah,
0: for real. My brother in law like tried to get me super into it.
1: Clearly it hasn't worked. Maybe if Chris Evans was in it, you would pay more Listen, attention. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh my gosh, did we even talk about what we were drinking? Oh my god, no. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking of vodka and seltzer water.
0: I'm drinking vodka and tea water. Oh <laughs> my peppermint tea and peppermint vodka.
1: Love that. Because for I've you. been a
0: little sick lately, contrary to what my personality might deem. <laughs> um, I've been feeling a bit. <clears throat> <clears throat> You, I spent, like, not even kidding, a half an hour last week cutting out me coughing. Oh, no. For my episode. So that's why I'm drinking this.
1: I love that we totally forgot that we didn't even get I into that. I was thinking about
0: it, but I was like, I'm drinking the same thing I was drinking last week, so I wasn't going to yeah, interrupt.
1: I'm not, I'm not drinking anything crazy either. It's, like, a, a pretty much a staple for me. Yeah. So Elias is sympathetic to those outside of the Marshall race, partly because he was raised by tribal foster parents um because his mother abandoned him shortly after he was born because she hates him
0: okay luke skywalker
1: (laughs) yeah basically so elias has a couple friends at school his best friend is a girl named helene who he has complicated feelings for because he doesn't know how to deal with emotions
0: (laughs) okay so he's a man right that we've been new exactly
1: so, right when he's really, like, sewn up his plans to desert, he's chosen for the Trials, which will select the next empire, Emperor, because the Emperor doesn't have any offspring. Isn't he technically the offspring, though? But he's a bastard, so... No, he's the... The Commandant is, like, the leader... Like, she's the overseer of the military academy, Blackcliffe. Okay.
0: okay. The Emperor okay. is,
1: like, you know... The Emperor. Got it. A different person. So... Yes. <clears throat> He's chosen for the trials alongside Helene and their two arch ne- an arch enemies, Marcus and Zach. Zach is spelt Z-A-K.
0: <laughs> like Zach Baggins or Baggins or however the fuck you say it from Ghost Adventures? My God, but that no. man knows how to wear a bedazzled Gucci shirt, uh, Juicy Couture, or whatever the fuck it was. He wore the <laughs> fuck out of that at the beginning of the show. Let me tell you. My dad Happy loves for that him. Show, that's why I know.
1: <laughs> I never watched it, so I really don't know. So he is chosen by the augurs, who are immortal beings that built the school and also happen to be able to read minds. They're creepy as fuck. Okay. They remind me of Percy Jackson because there are augurs in Percy Jackson. So for our, list, our listeners out there, if you've read Percy Jackson and also The Heroes of Olympus... Just picture, I was picturing Octavius, Octavian, this whole time, As every time they said the Augur, which is very conflicting, because Octavian is, like, a 16-year-old, like, white kid, and the Augurs are supposed to be, like, old and, like, all-knowing and shit, so.
0: But that's, speaking of 16-year-old, like, white boys, that's mm-hmm. what I imagine Marcus and Zach as, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're, I think there's, so, I don't even know if they say an age. I think they're probably supposed to be like 19, 18. So that's not a far off, honestly. <laughs> but they're creepy. I do not like them. Sounds about right. Yeah. In any iteration, any any book that I read that have augers in them, they're just never good.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about Zack and uh,
1: Marcus. Oh, I don't like them either. They're evil. I thought you so. were like, in any
0: iteration, I was like, you don't like any Zacks? You've never met a Zack or a Marcus?
1: you. <laughs> So, Laya and Elias meet each other for the first time, and there's an immediate connection. Now, I'm not usually a fan of, like, insta-love, but the way Miss Tahir writes it doesn't even feel like insta-love, because she is a talented queen.
0: Insta-love.
1: Like, at first, they just have, like, a mutual appreciation for each other, and I just love it so much. Like, it's not like, oh, instantly we're infatuated with each other. They just, like, meet and... They're just like, wow, you're interesting, but I'm not, like, in love with you and obsessed with you. It's I just love it so much.
0: No Edward Cullen vibes here. I'm going to be making every pop culture fantasy (laughs) reference that I can this episode. Because we know that's not my genre of choice.
1: (laughs) So you just got to pull the jokes where you can.
0: Yeah, (laughs) pretty much.
1: So the first trial is the trial of courage and sends the aspirants, which is what they call the people that are in the trials, um, to face their deepest fears. <laughs> and they must make it out alive in seven days and make it back to the academy. So they drop him off. Elias's fear is his own capability of murder and brutality. Let and he sees piles of, like, bodies, and some of them are, like, his grandfather, who he's like pretty close with, he sees Hel- Helene, and he sees Laya, and he's just horrified. This really shakes him up. He eventually finds Helene during this, during the trial, but they get cornered by Marcus and Zach. Ew. And yeah, I know. And they're like trying to figure out how they found them because it's just like it should. It, like, how, what's what are the odds that they? F- Find them, you know. All four of them find each other. It's just the odds are yeah. not likely, you know.
0: So, like, where is this taking place? Because I'm thinking like Harry Potter maze scene. Um, but they're not in a maze. No,
1: no, it's like a, a forest. I don't know. It's like a forest. Okay, okay. I don't know. I didn't okay. pay attention enough to was... like this setting. It's just like they said they drop them off. So I just okay. kind of pictured like. Out in the middle of nowhere, like desolate vibes. I'm picturing, you
0: know? When you're saying, like, they ran into each other and picturing, like, Cedric, Crum, and Harry, like, in the maze, and Crum is bewitched, bewitched, Cedric, he's bewitched. Oh my
1: gosh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic.
0: So, anyway, continue.
1: So he, yeah, so Helene gets gravely injured by Marcus, who is, he's just so creepy. Like, this man should not be out with normal people. He just makes these comments to Helene that are really alarming and just like it's just so predatory. I just oh he's just so gross. So and then- Zach Zach isn't as bad as Marcus. They're siblings by the way. Oh. I can't remember if they're twins, but they're definitely siblings. So it's the parents' fault. Right. So Zach isn't as bad. He's not as like brutal as Marcus is. But he doesn't do anything to stop Marcus from doing these things. So it's like, you're not that great, sis. Like, whatever. Yeah. So Helene gets, like, brutally injured by Marcus, so much so that she's, like, on the brink of death. And Elias has to basically carry Helene to the finish line or else she'll just die out there. Because there's no way she's going to survive this without intervention, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. While this is happening to Elias, Laya is struggling to find information to deliver to the resistance to get her brother broken out of wherever he's been mm-hmm. he's been put off to, whatever jail it is. And so when the Commandant gives her a letter to deliver, she takes it to the resistance. And while it gives them some insight into the trials, it's not good enough. It's not good enough to get Darren out. So that's just fantastic. Not only does this not get Darren out, the stunt gets Laya caught by the Commandant because she finds out that she opened the letter that she gave her. So the Commandant is a mean ass bitch who tortures her slaves. Okay, for the no Commandant. Pardon? The Commandant is a woman. Yes. So when So the Commandant, when she finds this out, marks Laya with a large K carved from her collarbone to her heart. Oh my god. I know. She's a mean bitch. She like tortures her slaves. It's just terrible. And so after this, Elias, she has to like go and deliver a letter to Elias after having this carved into her and she heals over from her infected wound uh, in front of him and she like i think takes her back to the house that mm-hmm. she's like serving at with the commandant and has in the has the cook who's the slave in charge of cooking mm-hmm. pretty the straightforward cook. yes um the cook takes over and nurses her back to health and while she's doing this she tells her about sh- her being a part of the resistance in the past and she was found out, and like the commandant, like tortured her. So oh, fuck, that's cool, just fantastic. Love that for her. Yeah, you know, casual. Is this foreshadowing so, perhaps? <clears throat> so my homegirl, Helene has just recovered from this first trial, and Marcus almost straight out murdering her. But the auger said, "Too bad, so sad, cry me a river." Because we're, we're getting into the second trials right now.
0: <laughs> How many trials are there? Four. Okay. Have you said that before? I'm sorry.
1: No, my attention I don't span think,
0: is like not there tonight.
1: I don't. I thinking. thought there were three for like the longest time in this book when I was reading it, and then got to the fourth one. And I was like, oh wait,
0: because it's the a Tournament.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's always just three in these fantasy books. So trial two is the trial of cunning, and asks the aspirants to avoid and fight off their assassins for a whole day. They say until dawn, or till dusk, sorry, so I'm assuming like a whole day.
0: I'm sorry. They're gonna be tried to get tried to get killed for a day?
1: They're tr- that they to avoid and fight off their assassins for a day.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do not like this at all. <clears throat> no ma'am. Throughout this whole book, there is no rest for these characters. They are in constant threat of being killed or tortured.
0: It's like every TV show where they you're like, when do they get to go to the bathroom? (laughs) Literally, when do they have time to like take a shower?
1: Yeah, like can't we just chill out for a second? Nope. So not only are there assassins who happen to be fellow students and guards, casual, yep, casual. Just did they have like a sign
0: up sheet? Sign up here if you want to (laughs) be Helena or Marcus's assassin. Sign up here yeah. if you want to watch and make sure he's dead. Like why did we
1: oh, what is it called? Like we used to like as kids, you would play like a game. What was it Pops called? Cops and robbers? No. Fuck. Um, it's really going to bother me now. You mm-hmm, play it at just... dark. Oh, oh fuck. I know exactly what you're talking it's, about. It's literally yeah, the tip um, of- Manhunt. Yes, Manhunt. It's like Manhunt. Like, okay guys, let's sign up for Manhunt except for like we're going to actually try to kill these like these people.
0: Fun story from when I was a kid. We played manhunt on my block, and I'll try to be quick about this. And one of the guys on my block, we were like eight. So he was like, one of the boys on my block. They had a big a giant bush between his house and my best friend's house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm gonna hide in there. And the bush was up against the fence. So he like had to mm-hmm. wedge himself in. He got stuck in there. <laughs> and they had to like figure <laughs> oh out how my to pull. Gosh. The, we had to
1: like figure out how to pull Iconic. the bush back <laughs> to get him out. I was like, well, you're an idiot. So there are also The appearance of supernatural creatures.
0: Of course there is. It wouldn't be a fantasy novel if there wasn't. Exactly. And
1: they still have to deal with Marcus and Zach trying to sabotage them. And if that isn't enough to, to just hold in your brain, we find out as Helene and Elias are fighting all these things back to back. Helene has magical singing powers that heals other people when she oh, sings fuck to them. All the way off. What is she a mermaid? <laughs> this really threw me for a loop because I was not like I had not expected that element of it, but I should have because it's a fantasy book. So like, but the singing part, but threw like not me on, on that sure.
0: spectrum, like not right. that kind of fantasy book. Like
1: right, the fantasy I would say. In this book, other than, like, this takes place in, like, a whole nother world that, like, doesn't exist kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, it's very mild, mild fantasy.
0: Yeah, because, like, how many kids do you know wouldn't sign up to be, to assassinate their (laughs) classmates?
1: Right. We we had senior butler, so, like... Right, like, that part's, like, more dystopian-ish. Yeah. But... It's very, it was unexpected to me. I was like, whoa, this is taking some turns that I was not (laughs) expecting. She's
0: very much, she said, Helene's going to be Rapunzel, and that is that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Disney, I am not giving you your check.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Disney, you will not be taking my bag.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So Helene heals Elias when he gets injured fighting, and they both survive the trial of the cunning, or trial two. Now does Elias know?
0: Did he know before that she No? Had like this list? is like
1: a total shock to him. He's like,
0: <laughs> it's literally pulled out of her ass. The author was like, Helene needs just a little bit something else. Like something. <laughs> she just needs a little bit of spice.
1: Exactly. So let's give her
0: magical singing skills.
1: <laughs> Not only is she like described as like the best student in this military academy, Blackcliff, she has to have magic singing powers as well. <laughs> <laughs> So, now we're back to Laya, who is still getting no valuable information for the Resistance. And Laia is charged with being the messenger between the Commandant and a TelluMan swordsmith named Spiro, And he's, like, supposed to be this, like, great blacksmith who makes, like, phenomenal weapons. And she, and he, like, does not usually cooperate with the Commandant because he, like, low-key does not like the Marshals. And he's basically a part of the Resistance.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, But they've not found him out because he's just that slick. And his name is Spiro. And she finds out he's the reason her brother was captured. Because Darren was his apprentice and was helping him make blades to fight against the Empire. The Martial Empire.
0: So it's basically all his fault. Okay.
1: Basically. Except for it's also the Resistance's fault for like... Drag him in, dragging him into this. So, Laya finally gets some good info as she listens, in a, on, she listens in on a conversation between the Commandant and a Lord Nightbringer. Which I'm like, okay, Lord of Game of Thrones, like, come on. Sit down.
0: That's my drag name, Lord
1: Nightbringer. <laughs> Lord Nightbringer. It's a great one. Thanks. And as she's listening in, it's just super sus because it seems like the Commandant has allied herself with the Nightbringer, who is the leader of this other group called the Ephrits, and they are plotting against everyone to rule the Empire through the aspirant they have chosen to back in the trials. Which is probably Zach or Marcus, right? Right, because we find out earlier in the book that there are some inklings that the Commandant has been helping Marcus and Zach cheat, which is expressly forbidden, of course, but... And she she wouldn't do it for her own child. Exactly. No, she hates her own child. She wishes that man was never born. (laughs) No. She said, fuck this guy. (laughs) Exactly. It's very interesting family dynamics, that's for sure. (laughs) So, Laia really wants to talk to the Resistance leader, Mazen. So... About this conversation. So mm-hmm. she convinces her contact while at Blacklift, Keenan, to meet her at the Moon Festival down in the city.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Laya and Keenan are kind of like, they have feelings, you can like kind of tell, you know? Mm hmm. They have something going on, but you know, Laya's being a slave right now and he's like going off doing resistance shit. So what can you do, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Izzy, there's a lot of working parts here, and this is only the first one of the of the series. So you can imagine the world building and setup here. Yeah. So Izzy joins Laya. Izzy is the like she's one of the maids at the Commandant's house. Okay. I, I can't. I think like, I can't remember like what exactly kind of maid they they say in the book, but she's basically like I think she helps the cook. So. I can't remember what it's called right now, but... Like a sous chef? No. She's just, like, a helper. Because she, she's not even a sous chef. She's, they just call her, like, a maid, basically. But okay. there's, like, a specific word for it, and I'm not remembering it right now. And It
0: will come to you at midnight tonight, and I'm going to get a text and, message. And and I'm going to, like, sit like up straight. Yeah.
1: So Izzy and, and Laya have, like, become closer through their shared trauma of living and working at this commandant's <laughs> house. <laughs> So Izzy joins Laya to the Moon Festival, but not without Elias eavesdropping on their plans, and he decides to follow them in disguise as of a tribesman course. because he's curious. He's got to know what they're doing. <laughs> Once there, Laya meets up with Keenan to pass on this information she's found out. This is where the resistance gives Laya an ultimatum. They say, like, this information is good, but you need to find us a way to get into Blacklift, or we're not going to be able to save your brother. What? Yeah, because... This is extortion, my dude. I know. It's just not good all around. Like, you... Throughout this whole book, you're like, I really don't like either one of these sides because <laughs> yeah. you all are making such bad decisions.
0: <laughs> How do I uninvolve myself in this? That is <laughs> Literally. My, that is my thought process in every aspect of my life is how do i uninvolve <laughs> myself in this
1: uh, so still disguised obviously elias dances with Laya, but as they're finally truly talking there's a raid and she oh, realizes there's... she realizes who she's dancing with and is like oh fuck please do not murder me murk me <laughs>
0: <laughs> because please let me live choking is not my kink
1: <laughs> literally because previous to this, her experiences with masks have not been great. You know, one has murdered her family or you mm-hmm. know, a couple have murdered her family. And then previously in the book, Marcus like has a, like attacked Laia and almost raped her Ugh. because he's a horrible person, as I said before. and the commandant tortures her. So it's just She's not like all around.
0: between a rock. A hard place and an
1: even harder place. Like <laughs> exactly, that's where she's at right now. So Elias helps Lia and Izzy sneak back into the school, but as Elias and Lia hang back to talk about why he keeps popping up when Lia needs help, they're <clears throat> caught by the commandant. Of course, thinking on his feet, Elias pretends that he forced Lia to spend the night with him, which would explain her absence. Or sorry, <laughs> her absence. Um, so basically, he like, I don't. I think he like just yeah. Basically, makes it look like they were in a provocative position, and they don't kiss. But it makes. But them you look want like, them
0: to, you right? Want but them you really to. want them to. But they you're don't. rooting for them.
1: You are. So soon after this, you will you will appreciate this bullet. Soon oh, after yeah. this, Elias finds out Helene is in love with him, and that really fucks him up for some reason. <laughs> He's so shook. There's, like, I think two pages where he's talking to his friend. His friend breaks his, this news to him. And he's like, what do you mean she's in love with me? Like I what? fucking hate men. And, and this is his friend who's a guy who's breaking this to him. And he's like, dude, like, the way she looks at you is the way my fiance looks at me. Like, I don't know how to tell this to you. Like, she's but in love she with you. she wants you.
0: And he's going to be like, oof. But, like, just as a homie, right?
1: <laughs> really, Honestly. And he's, like, but, and he, like, literally, I think, in the book says, like, but she's Helene, like, okay, but she's still a woman, you dumbass. She is a person with feelings, goddammit. Exactly. Like, he, like, basically implies, like, she's not a girl, she's Helene, like, sir, I need you to take your toxic masculinity back too notches. (laughs) But he doesn't know what to do with this info, obviously, because he's dumb. Boys are dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Because he's also very aware of his growing feelings for Lia, So he's mm-hmm. like, I really do love, I really do like Helene and she's like my best friend. And I do have, there's something there. I don't know what it is. But also Lia is pretty fine. But also
0: like this hot chick that just randomly appeared. <laughs> like, gotta pursue
1: options, you know, keep them <laughs> open. So we now go back to... Laya's perspective. This is why I kind of hate two perspectives because then it jumps back and forth, and it's like just makes telling the story a little harder because you have to follow yeah. two timelines at once. So that's a me problem, though. So <laughs> keep doing no. what you're doing, authors. Like just exactly. keep writing them. I know. It just makes Alicia's life harder. It does. It really do be. So Izzy has now become a trusted com- uh, confidant and friend, and helps. Lia try to find this entrance into Blackliff. Mm-hmm. They find the tunnel that Blackliff students are using in secret, but of course, as they find it, Marcus and Zach find find Lia, and while Zach is telling Marcus to just leave them be, Marcus intends to rape Lia and beat her in the process because he's a piece of shit.
0: Okay, Lia
1: screams in pain, is thinking that this is it for her, like. It's over. I don't, she's like, I don't know how I'm going to come back from this. <laughs> and luckily The for shame her, of oh, sleeping with Marcus. Yeah, literally, the shame of just like, just, she's like, I'm going to just die here because he's so, she's just like, I'm going to just die here because he's just so brutally horrible. Yeah. He'd probably kill her. Uh, luckily for her though, Elias and Helene are nearby trying to hash out these emotions they're feeling. <clears throat> and they're all like, are we about to kiss right, right now? now? wait like you have to dead ass so they're like literally i'm not kidding like about to kiss when lia screams interrupt them and they rush to her side to kick marcus's nasty crusty ass (laughs) unfortunately lia isn't looking too good chief it is it is not good she is on the brink of death elias begs helene (laughs) elias begs helene to heal her and Helene straight up refuses because she's low-key being a racist. She's like, she's just a slave, Elias. Like, I don't know why you are, like, taking such an interest in her. And it's, like, low-key, it's because of, like, internalized misogyny and and just, you know, jealousy. But I'm like, Helene, mm-hmm. honey, you are better than this. <laughs> what are you doing? So. She's not going to oh. steal your man. Don't worry. Like, you're
0: going to have this <laughs> on your conscience forever, Helene. Helene Just wrap your hair around her body and sing your <laughs> magical song.
1: <Stop. laughs> Come on, Rapunzel. So Elias is a mess for the, the whole next day, thinking Laya is, like, pretty much dead, but little does he know, Helene broke down and healed her with her voice. So shout out, Helene. Thanks for getting Girl over power. Your, your racism and internalized misogyny. <laughs> For one second.
0: For like one just one second. You (laughs) have one. Just one second. second, Then she goes
1: straight to just like ragging on Laia for being like a scholar race and a slave. (laughs) Like, okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So we now go to trial three, the trial of strength. And it's full out war like scenario where Marcus is against Zack and Elias is against Helene, and only one can survive. And I'm like, all right, calm down, there, Hunger Games. Like, is this necessary? <laughs> like,
0: it's oh like my. they made them partner up, and then at the last second, they're like, "Nope, you guys got to kill each other."
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, what if we're real?
0: But instead of like, are we about to kiss right now? They're like, are we about to kill ourselves right now? Instead of
1: <laughs> killing yeah, one of us, it's it's so bad. Like, they each get a like troop too. Like an army, mm-hmm. and they're all, they of course, all consists of their fellow students. So
0: oh my God, it's like field day.
1: It's it's not good. Like the scene is really heartbreaking because Elias, like, dis- he first like does not want to kill anyone. He tells his troop to like only like injure. Yeah, don't go to kill, just injure. So it's just like heartbreaking because. Helene does not tell her troop, her soldiers, that. And he's just seeing, like, his friends, like, his, like, friends that he's known since he's, like, six, mm-hmm. just dead. Like, what her, his friend who told him about Helene has, like, a whole, like, fiancé who he, like, loves. And they've been engaged for, like, a little bit. And he had his whole life, like, ahead of him. And he's just, like, dead on the battlefield. And it's really sad. Marcus kills his brother, Zach. Rip. And Elias is named the victor because Helene got disqualified somehow. I don't know how. The augurs had a role in that of some sort.
0: Mhm. But is she very, still, she's
1: still very much alive. She's still very much alive. So okay. it's a little murky why she got disqualified, but she did for some sort sort of reason. Okay. So because Elias won this trial, he gets a prize and it's no other than Laya. I hate it here. That's gross. Women are not prizes.
0: So they just gave him a slave. Yes. What the
1: fuck, Richard? Because you have to like, like remember that his mom is the commandant, and she knows that he has taken like an interest in Talia, and so she's oh, basically. Oh, so she like, did something nice for him? No, I think she was just trying to get like under his skin, because. In her eyes, she knows he's, like, kind of soft. And giving Laia as, like, a a gift, a prize to him, she knows it's kind of, like, going to irritate him. Yeah. So it's just gross. I just hate it here. It's just mm, really Mm. irritates me. So Laya believes that she's been caught as a spy and, like, doesn't trust Elias at first. Like, she thinks this is some sort of, like, game, some sort of trick. Yeah. And they have a little cute heart-to-heart where the situation is cleared up and they talk through the night and end up kissing. Thank goodness. Finally, My prayers have been answered. <laughs> <laughs> so during their talk though, Elias reveals another way into Blackliff, giving Lia the key to get Darren out. Mm-hmm. Lya also helps Elias make a choice about not crossing the line he crossed during this last trial, the, the third one where he almost had to kill Helene because he was real close to doing it. He yeah. almost did it. And they, they talk about guilt and hope, and honestly, Laia is the queen of morals, to be honest. <laughs> she This is um, a direct quote from the book. There are two kinds of guilt, I say softly, the kind that's a burden and the kind that gives you purpose. Let the guilt be your fuel. Let it remind you of who you want to be. Draw a line in your mind, never cross it again. You have a soul. It's damaged, but it's there. Don't let them take... Take it from you, Elias. Is that like, right wow. before
0: they kiss? Because I feel like that, um, then he that would might just be like, like
1: right after they kiss or right before. So, yeah, I, I just
0: think. like a picture like him, like just grabbing her face and just <laughs>
1: happening. Are we about to kiss right, right, right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so as soon as Elias leaves the next morning, everything just goes to shit. Of course. Right. It's not good. It's when the Commandant acknowledges that she knows Laya is a resistance spy. She's known this whole time and she knows that Elias cares for her and she wants to get rid of Elias. So the final trial is set up with Laya in chains. Uh. So we are getting down to it, folks. Here is trial four, the trial of loyalty. And it's the very next day. And the task is to kill Laya For all of them? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, and Elias, like, brings this up. He's like, this isn't fair. Like, this isn't, this is only testing me. Like, these other two fools don't have any problem killing Laya. They have no stake in this. Fucking rude. Right. So Elias refuses to kill her because he's not crossing that line. He remembers what Laya told him, even though Helene is desperately trying to convince him to kill her because. She's like, bro, if you do not do this, Marcus is going to win, and it is not going to be a good place for us, because then he's going to be emperor, and it's just, that's a bleak future.
0: Yeah. So, of course. It sounds like, um, it sounds like what would happen if, like, Trump won a second term.
1: I thought you were going to say the first term. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) I was like... Is she going to go there? Yep, she did. So... Marcus ends up killing Laya. And since Elias refused to do the task, he gets labeled as a traitor. So Hmm. Marcus kills Laya? Mm hmm. So she's dead, dead?
0: Yes. She is dead, dead for the rest of the book? No. Okay. (laughs) So. Why? Does Helene use her magical singing powers again and bring her back to life? Just wait.
1: Just wait. So Marcus becomes emperor. Ugh. As the, as the late emperor has now been killed by the resistance during <laughs> this trial, of course. So Helene becomes Bloodstrike or second in command and Eliza is sentenced to death. Yes. <laughs> yes. Unbeknownst to them, Laia is still alive thanks to the augurs and they and she sets off to meet with the resistance in order to grant them passage to save her brother. But as she's talking to the resistance, we find out we find out that the leader, Mason has not been truthful with her. Wow. Shocker. Am I right? He's only just been cagey and strange this whole book. (laughs) He like this whole time has been telling her like, oh, we're going to get your brother out. Oh, he's at this prison. Oh, he's in this prison. He's on death row. He's not on death row. Like Mm -hmm. he's just really been giving her the runaround and. We are not here for it. No, we're not here for it. And we find out that he had never had any interest in breaking her brother out. What the like, fuck, Richard? Right. And her mother was, like, the leader of this resistance. Like, she... Her mother was Princess Leia. Basically. <laughs> and we find out that that means nothing to Mazen He really does not care at all because Leia is more like her father who was kind of, like, you know, a little meeker, a little nicer. A little less cutthroat, which is not a bad thing. No. And so he betrays her. And so the leader betrays her. And she's obviously just like shook. She's like, What the fuck? What the I did fuck all this for you. I risked my life being in this toxic environment in the commandant's household for <laughs> what? For nothing. For what? <laughs> <laughs> so she takes matters into her own hands. And enlists the help of Cook and Izzy to free Elias and use his knowledge and skill to set Darren free.
0: My God, what has Darren been doing this entire time? Can you imagine? Yeah, I would
1: I would love like, to know. I'm sure they would probably just find like, out in like the second book. But
0: what if he was just becoming like homies with everyone in the prison <laughs> and she just shows up and he's like, nah, I'm good here. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here until shit cools off out there. Like
1: what if they like it's just kinda like orange is a new black kind of prison, you know, they're like we're homies now. We're just, like, Yeah, the guards tight. and I,
0: we play cards on Sunday. Like, <laughs> I gotta win my money back. Like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm I'm here for it. I'll uh, keep you updated once I finish yeah. this series. I might just Google it, but yeah. <laughs> well, if you Google it, you can't tell me, because I have not finished it yet, so. <laughs> I do not want to be spoiled. So, in prison, Elias recognizes his freedom... Of soul because he will die for the right reasons. And it's, like, kind of, like, on his own terms mm-hmm. to some extent. Um, And he he realizes he did the right thing by refusing to kill Laya Because he, like, kind of hates the brutality of this whole stupid military academy. hmm So... Fuck you, mom. It's not a phase. His mother, the commandant, visits him in prison. <laughs> visits him in prison and tells him about how much she didn't want him and all the ways she plotted to kill him... So, you know, just mother-son bonding things, you Thank know. God, shared trauma! We love it. It's just so spicy. She, like, goes into detail about how much she hates him and did not want Why him. is it spicy? <laughs> so, while Elias prepares for his execution, which will be done by Helene, Laya is planning to escape the, uh, to escape the Academy and save Elias in the process. Laya succeeds in saving Elias by having all these explosions i had to think about the word there <laughs> explosions set up around like the area where they're going to execute him mm-hmm. because the cook was an explosions expert love that for her queen shit so she succeeds in saving Elias but not before He promises to help her save her brother. So they head to the tunnels where Elias planned to escape Blackliff at the start of this whole Mm -hmm. novel. And Helene finds them there, gives Elias his, like, weapons back, which they called um, Sims. Sims? Skims. Oh. I I couldn't tell (laughs) you. Kim K is about to get involved. It's spelled S-C-I-M-S. So, I'm I'm thinking Sims. Yeah,
0: I'd say. I can't remember. I know I I listened
1: to this book, but I can't particularly remember. (laughs) (laughs) So, she gives him his weapons back and tells him she will lead the soldiers coming to find them in the opposite direction. But this will be the last time she helps Elias as they are now enemies. Right. And Laya and Elias then head off freedom and to free Darren and that is the end of this book ooh, ooh.
0: Ooh, whoa, whoa. what if um Darren has been dead like this entire time
1: it's, yeah that's like they float that possibility out there ooh!
0: <laughs> oop, oop. Oop, oop. wow wow what an event one what, what a what a book that was quite the, the tribe wizard tournament <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. I think Elias is a very interesting character because in the book he has a lot of he has a lot of grapplings with morality Mm -hmm. which is very interesting to me in characters so he's interesting he's probably like the only male character I've ever like gravitated to this early so far so we love that for him love that for you
0: because what about the Cruel Prince, though? Didn't you like the guy from that one? Not
1: right away. I kind of hated Cardin at first because he's a prick. And Aren't a most men? Asshole.
0: Yeah, well. You don't but, got your pick a little... You don't get a lot of options, all right? You got to <laughs> go with what you're given. Love that for us. This was a great choice. You made an excellent choice with this one.
1: I th- I think it's a great book. I can't wait to start to, to finish the series and understand what all my friends are screaming about because I know nothing about anything else that happens. You know so. nothing,
0: Jon Snow. Oh my God, I can't believe you watched Game
1: of Thrones and you didn't even understand that. Jeez. Nope. Nope, Bitch. nope, nope. Yeah, I really just... I just couldn't do it. It was ah. too confusing. That's fair. There was a lot of shit happening in that show. <laughs> You know what? You lost me when, when the siblings were sleeping together. <laughs> that was the first episode. I know.
0: <laughs> oh, gross. All right. Make sure, we always forget to mention this, but make sure you guys leave us a rate and review. We want to hear your feedback. We're always interested in what you guys
1: have to say. Yeah, we don't have any new ones, right?
0: Yeah, no. I check every day. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference
1: between us. I, like, forget that we there's, like, reviews on here, and yeah. Francesca checks them every day.
0: Yeah, because I'm very self-conscious, and that's something I very much need to get over. But please make sure you rate and review us. We are so actually, like, very genuinely interested in what you guys have to say about what we're reading, what your recommendations are. Yeah, we're your always suggestions. Looking, yeah, we're always looking for suggestions. So we can leave those in the comments. You can tweet us at Pod. Or you can find us on Instagram at bookaholicspod. You can find me on Twitter at HBI and
1: on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you? You can find me on Goodreads, Alicia Reads 13, or on Storygraph, Alicia Reads. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye!